Welcome to the second episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Camille, and thank you for joining me. Today we will discuss Beverly Hills Wedding. It's the first movie of the Love Ever After series on Hallmark Channel. It stars two Hallmark regulars, Brooke Dorsey and Brendan Penny. Brooke Dorsey plays Molly, a sister of the bride, who is also maid of honor, who um, entered her sister into a Beverly Hills wedding contest. Brooke Dorsey is known for many of her Hallmark movies, some of which are listed as Nostalgic Christmas and Miss Christmas. Brendan Penny is also known for movies such as Dash of Love and Secret Ingredient. Their co-stars included are Emma Johnson, who plays Sophia, she's the bride, and Molly's sister, as well as Ben P. Sully, who plays Jordan, the groom. Brendan's character's name is Corey, and Corey and Jordan are brothers. A little backstory on the characters, Molly is a wedding photographer who has hopes of being featured in galleries, um, but she feels like her career as a wedding photographer, as much as it is a great thing and she loves doing it, it stifles her from fulfilling her dreams because not really a lot of galleries want wedding photography. Brendan Penny's character, Corey, he runs charter business on sailboats off of Seattle. Emma Johnson is, current, is a character, Sophia, is a teacher. And Ben Sully is working in his family farm in Use, Oregon. So that's her backstory. Now the beginning of it starts with Jordan and Sophia getting engaged. Molly kind of helped Jordan with setting it all up. It sounds like Jordan and Sophia had known each other since they were kids. He proposed to her um, first time when they were eight years old in a swing and he gave her a daisy ring. It is so cute because he proposed this time on that swing, same swing that um, he did the first time 20 years ago. With this time of the real engagement ring, the real diamond engagement ring. And so it is kind of a cute, nostalgic throwback of a scene. It was perfect. It is such a great scene for them. Bali was there, obviously, to take the engagement photo. And, you know, Sophia and Jordan, they're a very simple couple. Like I said before, Sophia is a teacher. Jordan works at his family farm. They're very simple folks, very down-to-earth, country life kind of thing. And so when they were talking about the wedding, which obviously soon after engagement, the first thing a lot of times couples discuss, along with the family members, is the wedding. Um, the only thing that they were worried about is the budget. 
because they want to buy a house. Sophia has college loans to pay back and everything. Molly took it upon herself as maid of honor and sister of the bride to help plan the wedding. She told Sophia, hey look, don't worry about it. I will take care of everything. So Jordan and Sophia totally, you know, gave it to her reins and was like, okay, fine, you deal with it. When Jordan and Sophia all went back to see the family after getting engaged, that's when Corey comes in. Corey and Molly have a history. Um, seems like they were together for a while before. They were in love. They were, you know, together. And then Corey went got a summer job working on a boat. It was supposed to be for the summer, but he ended up staying um, away from the farm. He wasn't going to come back to use Oregon, which obviously broke Molly's heart. But this is the thing that is so weird. When Corey came into the scene, how you doing? Molly acted weird. She acted like it had they hadn't seen each other in forever. They just broke up and her heart was still broken. And from what I understand, the breakup was two years prior. So it was so confusing that she reacted this way to her ex. I mean, I get it. He hurt you, but it was two years ago. You're an adult now. He's an adult now. I'm pretty sure you both have moved on. I don't understand why you're acting weird that you see him. But, yeah, she, that was just crazy. So, anyway, um, past the awkwardness, Molly has this brilliant idea to enter her sister into these wedding sweepstakes. And the one peaked her eye which was one run by Terry Rockefeller. He was doing a Beverly Hills wedding sweepstakes. He is a wedding planner to the stars. The, you had to like write an essay as to what true love is, what real love is. And Terry would pick the person who won. Molly wrote an essay, turned it in. She got a phone call from Terry and said, Hey, look, I loved your essay. Your essay was awesome. I chose it. And you win the wedding of your dreams here in Beverly Hills. What Molly just didn't <laughs> tell Sophia and Jordan that, you know, she entered them into Beverly Hills sweepstakes wedding. But she told Sophia and Jordan there was excitement. There was like, Ooh, yay, but it was also a little bit of apprehension because, again, out of budget, they were budget conscious, they were playing just a small wedding on the farm, but Beverly Hills, right? So, but there was a couple of catches, one of which is that the wedding was going to be in six weeks on Valentine's Day, which was not what... Jordan and Sophia had wanted at first. They wanted it to be in the fall. They wanted it to take time getting married, you know, which was a little much. I mean, they kind of stressed them out. 
Second thing, second catch was that everything would be recorded and put on social media sites as sort of an advertisement for Terry's running playing business. But how can you say no to free wedding? I mean, hello, she has, she wants to buy a house and they have student loans. So obviously you can't say no to weddings, right? The weird part about this is again, Molly, I don't know. She's a little weird. You're, how did I say this? You're maid of honor. You entered your sister to the wedding sweepstakes. So you expect the best man to be involved in? Also, I mean, I get it. Best man is your ex. You don't want to hang out with your ex. That kind of thing, but that's his brother that your sister is getting married to and he's the best man so obviously you're gonna think you're gonna be playing the wedding together or at least you're gonna be going to Beverly Hills together along with the bride and groom I, um, throughout the wedding planning you kind of notice there's that Jordan and Sophia is getting overwhelmed with everything. Like I said before, Jordan and Sophia, they're simple folk. They live in a farm. She's a teacher. He works at his family farm. Everything. They're not used to big city life. Sophia was playing and wearing her mom's wedding dress. They were one of Daisy's incarnations. You know, there was just like once a needs got overshadowed for this extravagant wedding and it became a wedding that wasn't really theirs. It became a wedding that was fit for Shayla, I guess, but not the simple folk that they are. <laughs> the scene where they were eating cake and Jordan was like, I thought we were just going to choose between vanilla and chocolate. And here comes Terry talking about, oh no, we want diamonds and glitter and stuff. You know, and then you got invitations where you get lace overlay invitations and Jordan and Sophia like, uh, can you imagine Uncle Jim opened it, opening the envelope to this? Yeah, it's just their extravagance is just overwhelming. And the thing about it is, it feels like Molly is taking over the reins of playing the wedding. She's not listening to her sister. She's not listening to Jordan. She's just saying, yes, yes, yes. So all these extravagant things. And what's so great is Corey's there to say, hey, are you sure this is what your sister wants? Because it seems like that's not what she wants at all. Molly and Sophia's mom had passed away when they were younger. And so... Fia being the youngest, Molly had promised her mom two things. To take care of Sophia and to live out her dreams, to make her dream come true. Molly had taken on this first dream, first um, hope very personally. She's taken upon herself to take care of her sister, to worry about her sister, to get everything that her sister wants, and then some 
But I think in a way, in this desire of taking care of Sophia, she's forgotten to take care of herself to fill her dream and stuff. But and also she's in the way of planning this extravagant wedding. She's forgotten to take care of her sister also because she's overtouched her sister. She's kind of changed her sister's minds about what the wedding is about and stuff. And I really did feel bad for, for Sophia, um, especially when they went to choose wedding dresses. I mean, like, Sophia wanted to wear her mom's wedding dress. Sentimental, beautiful, A-line um, straps, gorgeous dress, um, empire waist, you know, all these things that she wanted to honor her mother by wearing her wedding dress. But Terry takes that away from her and like, and with Molly's help also chooses this extravagant glitzy dress, which again, is not what Sophia wants at all. They, they keep talking about, they want a Beverly Hills wedding, they want glitz and glamour and stuff like that. But again, that's not what the bride and the groom wants. That's not what Sophia and Jordan wants. It's more like what Molly and Terry wants. Another example of Jordan and Sophia's wants being changed due to you know, Terry and Molly, is the flowers. As previously mentioned, daisies are very important to Jordan and Sophia. It's kind of a cute little flower between them. And he pro po Jordan did propose to her with a daisy ring as kids. And as an adult, he gave her a bouquet of daisies. And they also wanted carnations, which is a flower significant to Molly and Corey. But um, again, this was not Beverly Hills-esque. They wanted extravagance. They wanted opulence and everything. But uh, like I said, Sophia and Jordan are not Beverly Hills. During this time with the planning of the wedding, um, Molly and Corey got close. You know, Molly told, finally got over the hurt and, you know, became mature around Corey. Um, they went out on a couple of lunch dates, which was kind of cute. Uh, Corey took out Molly and attained a bicycle, <laughs> which is adorable, to a food truck. And it's just, they're getting close, you know. There's forgiveness there. And in the beginning, you can kind of see that there's love there, too. It's just, I just didn't understand why Molly acted like a kid, a spoiled brat, or whatever. Um... Molly's dream, as I said before, it was to have her pictures, have her artwork hanging in the gallery. And um, Terry offered to see his, see her work, see the photographs that she takes and stuff. He knows 
some gallery owners in Beverly Hills. So he was going to show them her work and stuff. And he actually was pretty impressed with some of her work. One particular photograph where he, where um, this woman was taking care of an older gentleman's tie at a wedding. He stopped at it and was pretty impressed with. He loved the black and white pictures of it. I love black and white fan too. There's just this freedom of uh, interpretation when it, when it, that comes with black and white pictures that is missing when it comes to color pictures. But yeah, they're great. Sophie enjoyed it. Finally, do stand up to Terrence and to Molly and says, "Look, this isn't the wedding that we wanted." It wasn't simple, and I get it. You, I love you for, you know, standing up for us and wanting to give us everything that under the sun, but this isn't what we want. You know, what we want is not being heard. What we want is not being given to us. It's our wedding day, but it seems like you're planning your own wedding. You know, and Corey also reminds Molly, hey, look, you are taking care of your sister. Yes. But now it's Jordan's turn. He's going to be her husband. You're fulfilling your mom's wishes. But you're forgetting the second part of that wish. Following your dreams. Jordan will take care of Sophia now. And that's your turn. That's your chance to go follow yours. So they get back to the farm. You know, they're playing, they don't want their Beverly Hills wedding. They want their small little farm wedding in the fall. They, Sophia will get her mom's wedding dress and daisies and carnations and everything. But again, in the fall. Back in Beverly Hills, Terrence's husband reminds Terry that this is about making people happy, not about making you money. And so in that sense, it kind of um, reminds Terry that love is what matters, not extravagance, not opulence or anything like that. It kind of brings her back to earth. And Terry actually goes to use, meets up with Jordan and Sophia, who was apprehensive at first about like letting him in, and said, hey, look, I apologize. I get what you're saying, that this isn't you. I was giving you not the wedding of your dreams, but the wedding of somebody else's, because it, it was more like the wedding of your nightmares. And so he... Gave them the Beverly Hills wedding in Muse Oregon. And it's so cute because Sophia did get to wear her mom's dress. There was a wall of flowers behind the altar in the woods where Sophia and Jordan made their vows. And it was a wall of carnations and daisies. There was a bouquet of daisies that... Sophia had a bouquet, okay. and um, 
Molly is sort of like a reconciliation gift, an olive branch, you might call it, to Jordan. It, it was this beautiful gift of the photo that she took when Jordan first proposed to Sophia at eight years old in another photo that she took 20 years later in the same spot where 28-year-old Jordan proposed to Sophia. At the end of the movie, and this to me was the whole highlight of the movie, I didn't really like much of the movie, um, we finally got to know what was in Jordan's essay that Terry read that you know he could help but choose her to be the winner of the Beverly Hills wedding. It's a beautiful thing. She says, perfect love is active and renewed every day. It's not a destination, but a journey. A journey to find someone who makes you better. A journey to find someone who you make better. It makes you better. And it's it's true. Love is not a noun. It's a verb. It's action. You always have to show love, not just say, I love you. I mean, <laughs> I love you. It's a, love in that sentence is a verb. And so it's, it's an action. It's acting. And a lot of times... People use love as just a noun, like a thing. It's just stagnant. But it's an action, too. Last thing I said on this podcast that, you know, what's wrong with long-distance relationships? Long-distance relationships can work. I mean, like, especially now with technology such as Zoom and FaceTime and everything else, it's so easy to keep in contact with people, no matter the distance, because, I mean, hello, <laughs> it's not like we're going through snail mail anymore, you know, um, like we, they did before emails or whatever. Molly and Corey do find love. Molly finds also a gallery that, with Terry's help, was willing to show her work. She'll be in Beverly Hills and he'll still be in Seattle. And guess what? They're going to work it out. They're not going to break up. They're not going to, they already broke up before because of distance. But this time, they're going to work it out. They're going to stay together. And they're going to like, like I said, love is an action. And they're going to, be active in that love. They're gonna make plans and they're gonna not be stagnant. So that is my the end of the podcast. That is the end of you know my evaluation for Beverly Hills Wedding. Tell me what you think. Comment below and tell me what you think. Okay. So for this po- for this podcast, I do have an Instagram page and it is home at Hallmark Heartbeats. You can contact me there. Um, I will be trying to put this podcast on Apple and Google Play. Uh, I don't know how that works. <laughs> um, so next week we will be discussing the second movie of the Love Ever After series on Hallmark 
channel and it is called Play Keep It. It stars Laura Vanderbilt and Nicholas Gonzalez. Play Keep It is on February 13th and the day before Valentine's Day. It is a modern take on the Jane Austen novel Emma. Um, the, st the story is about this middle school girl who starts a matchmaking business as part of her school project and she tries to get her teacher to fall for her dad. So can't wait to see it. I'm excited to um, watch it and continue this Love Ever After series. So please come back and listen to more of Hallmark Heartbeats. Bye!